podcast where we talk a little and we laugh a lot <laughs> we know nothing sure here's the thing <laughs> listeners i'm gonna tell you we don't record like every week no. we we kind of <laughs> we great. stock we stockpile some stuff and so whenever and it's like we record like once a month essentially yeah we, it's like a few episodes and, at the time and by the time we get to that like next month i've forgotten everything it's like <laughs> what podcast is this sure i know i'm karen <laughs> And that's it. So, okay. Well, so today we're doing our podcast, and I can remember that we have a guest. We're happy to be here. We're happy to be here. So, friend of the pod, Julia Schwinneman, is back. Julia's back! Um, Because she was in my house when we were recording. <laughs> like, do you want to come and on she, this one? And she wouldn't leave, so <laughs> we figured we'd put her to work. But we, uh, in, a, in a little bit of a different uh, change, she... Has brought a show for us today. Yeah. Say hi, Julia. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. How's it going? Julia's got like her radio voice on. She's like, hi, how are you today? Oh, my goodness. It's a little no, too, gonna... I'll tell you as the audio for it's a little too quiet, but that's oh, all right. Okay. Sure. Uh, so now I'm just going to be self conscious about the way I'm talking the whole time. Well, that's that the whole pod. That that's was... the whole point <laughs> Thanks, of this. Thanks, you guys. It's you... really fun to edit it and then listen to your own voice. And you're like, why do I sound the way I sound? <laughs> sure. Sure. We, I just listened to one and I, my high care, and I was like, who's, who's that lady? <laughs> uh, so what have you brought for us today? I have brought for you today um, a fun musical called Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> What's sure. up? Uh, a little Jekyll and Hyde. Um, <clears throat> Lauren, have you seen this musical? Yeah, we talked about it, I think, on the a pod. Little bit, a I little saw bit. a tour of it with that Constantine. Dude, Morales. Yeah, yeah. And Deborah Cox, who yeah. like very obviously had lots of vocal damage, and it was oh. like a tough time. Yeah. Sure. It was, it well, was all right. We'll we'll be. You'll obviously we're going to deep dive into that. Um, I we have seen it. Um, but we have only. I've never seen it. I saw it live, but in like a <clears throat> regional theater kind of way, and it was like a great production. Okay. Um, but then we have watched the Pro Shot 2001 David Hasselhoff oh, vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> um. So unfortunately, oh, yeah. unfortunately, have you seen it? <coughs> no, I haven't. You should. But that's our that's like my only point of reference other than the like regional you know what I mean? So yeah. my brother in law um, was in a local production of it also. Yeah. Um and that was kinda of fun to watch. Um but yeah, that's the so I've seen it like yeah. amateur and I've seen sure. it tour and I have not seen David Hasselhoff. Sure. Well I'm gonna tell we'll you listeners it. It is my only reference. <laughs> I have no 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 no. To be fair to me, I have done a little bit of research. I listened to the um soundtrack i listened to the like broadway soundtrack and then i did some youtubing to find uh different versions uh, is the original raul esparza is that right no, no. it was um oh gosh i already it, forgot right? his name no i don't think we'll so. get to it we'll, we'll get, get to it, it. Ah, we'll Just get to stop it stop knocking things off my desk um <laughs> so <laughs> crazy arms it's it's she's long you both are long tall people sure yeah. um you're both Karen long and gangly not tall sure i have to like uh, we just at you maybe can cut this out. We just at work. Uh, I've oh moved God. onto like a stage area, but there's only a step on one side, and so I have really been like taking my life into my own hands of like jumping <laughs> off the one side Good. or like Safe. stepping up where I'm like Ugh! like it's the old I just <laughs> the old man noise to get up, and it's Good. a sad time. So anyway, um, sure, short. Sure. Um, 
Yeah. Here's a fun piece of trivia before we start that it has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Okay. Great. David Hasselhoff and I have the same birthday. <gasps> well, that does have to do with something because we're about to talk about him I in know. a second. Oh my god! But it does have anything to do with Jekyll and Hyde, but we have the same birthday. Sure, that fun. explains a lot. <clears throat> yeah. They're it's... both very tall, so. Sure. Uh, okay. Granted, I was like uh, several years after he was born. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. There's an age gap. Um, yeah. So, Schwindy, take it away. Sure. Um, so Jekyll and Hyde, written by Frank Wildhorn, kind of, um, thought up by Frank Wildhorn. Uh, like conceptualized? He, yes. Yeah. Cool. He, uh, wrote a couple other things that people might know. The Scarlet Pimpernel, um, The Civil War, I believe is what it's called. Yep. Uh, Didn't he a also show write- that you guys, I think one or both of you like, Dracula the okay. Musical. <laughs> there's two versions of dracula the musical and okay. this is a thing so there's the serious version by frank wildhorn and then there's the oh. spoof version which my dad has been in oh. when i was like five okay, okay my dad okay. looked like dracula when i was five okay. um and okay. it, it, the, the spoof version is a question mark at the end of the title oh <laughs> the okay difference. all right we're gonna talk about that on the pod at some sure, point Sure, that's important yeah sure um, it is. Uh, we will punctuation get... is important it is um uh, and bonnie and clyde Sure. In a way where he has written, like he, I like a lot of his, a lot of the shows that he's written. Mm -hmm. I think the music's great. I don't, I I find it to be fine. I don't have any problems with it. Yep. This, the the music to this show also, not the worst. There's a lot of songs that I think get sung pretty often in like a cabaret, like solo kind of setting. Sure. Um, That's how I came to this show. Sure. You have sang a song. I sang uh, Once Upon a Dream, which the character Emma sings. Um, I sang that. Uh, I almost sang it in high school and then went with a different song over it and then sang it my freshman year of college for my first, um, like, cabaret outing experience. Cool. True. So, yeah. That's a really pretty song. So this is actually, we should mention, it's based on the 1886 novella, uh, Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Lewis Stevenson cool. as kind of, like, the mm-hmm. source material for the characters. I believe it does not follow that no, in any kind of way, but just the, we know, I mean, let's be real, in the pop premise. culture, we know the characters of Hi- Jekyll and Hyde. Sure. So. It has become, um, it's, a well-known, like, yeah. trope, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did read the spark notes of the original source material. Man, you have done so much sure. more work I'm than just, Karen and I ever I d- do. I was just <laughs> it's not the I don't, same. <laughs> I don't want to say, like, Lauren and I are unprepared, because we're not. But we are not this prepared. We don't, we're sure. not this thorough. Well, it's say. because I this is my first time. I'm a little nervous. I want to make sure that I'm, like, doing a good job. You're doing a good this job. Just giving all air. the information. Because <laughs> <laughs> you dressed us down too much. All right. Uh, um, okay. Sure. So I guess a little bit of background. The show got its start um, in Houston. And then before it went to Broadway, it actually did a tour. So it did a U.S. tour. And then I guess. Tour first. Yeah. Gained oh. some popularity. Moved to Broadway in 97. Um, and then ran for almost four years, uh, which is longer than I was expecting. Sure. Uh, in a sad way, it ran for four years, even though they had like pretty mediocre reviews uh but then did ultimately uh lose money by the oh. end of it however sure. that did not stop anybody because they well, went on to do and we talked about it ran four years at about 1500 performances yeah, so like yeah. really a lot of people not saw bad it. a lot of people saw it yeah <laughs> yeah uh they went on to do another u.s tour uh following the broadway run in 99 they did a uk tour they did another UK tour in 2011, so several years later. They did a 
third U.S. tour in 2012, and then that brought about the Broadway revival, which I was like, I don't know. This show doesn't seem like it was popular enough to get a revival. Where you you get tricks, because I think, like, tour numbers aren't always reflective, because, let's be real, half your tour numbers are, like, season ticket holders. They're, you know, oh, it's a show is coming, and I recognize these literary characters. Like, not necessarily indicative of, of like, if you have a real... If you have, like, a permanent home, this is what you're going to attract. Yeah. Well, that... Yeah, that turned out to be true. They did 15 <laughs> previews and 29 performances, and oh then God. the Broadway revival oh closed. Oh <laughs> so that's all. They didn't really uh, well, they hit it big like the first time. They tried. But Try. they did their so, best. Um, they very hard. Sure. And then they did a fourth U.S. tour after the Broadway revival. Somehow, that's amazing. Wow. And then, Honestly. in addition to Honestly. all of that. Um, this show is very popular, apparently, internationally. The two biggest places being Germany and South Korea. So, you know, South Korean homies love some <laughs> love some That's what movies. I said. Theater Listen. and some Jekyll uh, and Hyde. Do you fall into that category of being adopted from Korea? I do. Okay. I am. But I, as you know, identify as Scottish. So, <laughs> Correct. Uh, well, of course. Of course. Well, my mom and dad. Because your last name is Nate. It is. It's not anything. Very it's, Scottish. It's very Scottish. Um. But, um, sure, we're, we're, never mind, I was going to go into that, but, um, no, but South Korea has, like, I don't know what it is, but in terms of, like, U.S. shows, they have a pretty good fascination with that, where Phantom has also had a crazy long run in South Korea, so these, like, macabre, like, ooh, spooky, Mm -hmm. bloody shows, they, they get into. Yeah. Cool. Good cool. job, South Koreans. I don't cool. identify with you, but I look. They're like on you. board with like Sweeney Todd, I bet too. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. probably. You know what? I remember when I was teaching online, I was looking for like videos to show my kids of like live performances. And during the month of October, I was looking for creepy stuff, and sure. I for sure found uh, a Korean version of uh, Facade by from Jekyll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there were like subtitles, and it was very interesting. Yeah, it was cool. Sure, I watched uh, oh gosh, Vienna. Uh, a Vienna performance of Jekyll and Hyde uh, this in morning. German. In German, oh, so cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yes. Um. So anyway, I think we should. Yeah, let's get into the synopsis. It. The only thing, the only other thing that I'm going to say is any kind of comment that I make is from watching the David Hasselhoff version. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my last comment about that is that my favorite fun fact about the David Hasselhoff version is that. He funded that himself. Oh, and I think sure. it's important, well, I think it's important yeah. to know. Uh, it's, oh, my God. Dave, well, what are you doing? A, it's a funny thing where you're like, well, who decided to pro-shoot this version? Like, that's okay. Because, like, let's be real. In the history of Broadway, there have not been that many shows that have been pro-shot. And usually they're kind of more prolific. It's like an Into the Woods. Yeah. It's a, yeah. You know, uh, now I'm blanking. I can't Legally think of Legally Blonde. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, just in a way where there's sure. going to be some well, commercial, just, you know, crossover and success sure. with it were it was like, huge when hamilton pro shot yes, and put it on yes, disney exactly. it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. a thing but Newsies. well and usually Newsies, it's yeah. it's stuff that's already like pretty popular so yeah. you're like oh we we clamoring for it was anybody begging <laughs> was anybody <laughs> out there like when will they pro shoot Jekyll and Hyde? Well, dvd pro shot but also, right. david hasselhoff in Jekyll and Hyde Pro Shot. Like, well, that's correct. That is correct. the key. Uh, so yeah. it's it's like one of those things where you're just like, well, 
hey man, if you got the cash and you ready to burn it and you want, you're like, I want this immortalized. The most adorably indulgent. Like, sure, take, yeah, listen, David Hasloff, take that Baywatch money, take that Knight Rider money, put it mm-hmm. to good use, you go. Yeah, and geez, here's the thing. I mean, listen, we have some younger listeners, uh, older listeners will know who David Hasselhoff is. He has not really been relevant other than, like, a funny meme in the last few years. It's true. But in his heyday, in the, like, 70s, 80s, 90s, he was a bankable TV star. He was in a bunch of stuff. Knight Rider, Baywatch. There was a certain point in which Baywatch spun off, and he had a Baywatch Nights. And so he had two shows on at one time. Like, he was... Here's the thing. He made bank, for sure. Uh, the Hawk. Yeah. And a huge, huge music career, not in the U.S., but in <laughs> he had a huge music career. He's huge in Germany. They, this, they know. Like, truly, truly, truly. It's, um, it's probably like why Jekyll and Hyde got so popular in Germany. Uh, true. Yes. You, yes. Did either of you watch, uh, it was like years and years and years ago, the roast of David Hasselhoff? Yeah. Oh, my no. God. Central. So freaking. Young people. <laughs> you, okay. If you are a young person, you might know David Hasselhoff. Uh, not from Baywatch, but from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Excellent. where SpongeBob and Excellent. Patrick do some kind of fun, uh, honestly, like live action slash animation cut together, where they ride on his back. What the hell? Um, Correct. It's weird. <laughs> it's great. It's a Baywatch reference. Obviously, it is, and it's wonderful. All right. That's like well, one of those things where, like, uh, so that's how you might for know the David youth, but also like. Fun jokes for the adults that might be Correct. watching yeah, yeah, yeah. in the background. Uh, fun fact, I took my niece to, my niece and nephews to see that movie and I fell asleep. Anyway. You, did you miss the David Hasselhoff I did thing? not. They woke oh. me up for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Good on them, honestly. Sure, they, <laughs> Those are some good They're like, right and Karen, and Karen. Sure. And it they were like Check it out. very small children at that time. What, however old you were when that came out was Christopher. Long time ago. Sure. Shout I out to Christopher, sweet. my nephew, who doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, let's get into Jekyll and Hyde. Sure. And Hyde. Let's get into it. Let's. Um, let's. <laughs> yes, so let's. basically, uh, the show starts, I should say the first and second act both, and maybe end, uh, start with, like, narration. So two of yeah. the characters uh, are kind of like pseudo-narrators. Um, so yeah. that is John Utterson and Sir Danvers Carew, and they are, respectively, Utterson is his... Uh, Doctor Jekyll's like pal friend. What? Sure, I don't, it's his friend. It, yeah, they're like his, friends. Yeah, yeah. a colleague maybe. Yeah. Played, if okay. I remember and then um, Sir Sorry, Danvers Carew is like some kind of important uh, governmental. Well, he's a sir. Yeah, like a figure. Sir, not the meme kind of way. He Correct. Is just a legitimate sir. Correct. In an English kind of way. <laughs> he is also um, Doctor Jekyll's future father-in-law. Oh, yeah. So, uh, basically, you get introduced. Should I just read it? Yeah. Okay. We the, love to read a Wikipedia. I know, I know, I know. We do. Uh, the audience is introduced to John Utterson and Sir Danvers Carew, both having been associated with Dr. Henry Jekyll. Utterson was Jekyll's lawyer and best friend, while Sir Danvers was Jekyll's future father-in-law. The two gentlemen take the audience back some time to find Jekyll in an insane asylum, singing of his comatose father, Lost in the Darkness. <laughs> Sure. Um, Strong start. Like you do. It now, is. Now, here's the is. thing. I don't know what it, this looked like for David Hasselhoff, but when I saw the tour, it was actually really scary because um, the guy was, like, suspended on a big old wall. Like, oh, oh, no. Like, laid out like the Jesus answer Christ. Is no. it was the terrifying. answer is no. <laughs> here's what I'm you, my biggest problem with the early Broadway version 
uh, or the original Broadway version, is the set is like a trash can. Oh. Sorry <laughs> to whoever designed that, and it just, in my opinion only, like, you could love it. But it essentially, in the original, it's like the stage. It's a little. And then a raised platform with like two steps, and it's like red carpet. And then different things fly in and out from there. So, like, oh. walls come in, and like, diff- you know, like different yeah. walls like fly in and fly out. And so we begin the. Be- your guy chained up, super fun. It was like really cool. Our guy on a table. Yeah. Well, and also, like, when they did the oh, the facade number, uh, it was, like, people that were, they started, the five, whoever they are, started as people who were in the insane, insane asylum. Oh, and so then, that's like, pretty cool. And then, as the number progressed, they changed their costumes and they became governors of the hospital. Sure. that It was sweet. Here's that, let me tell you. No. More fun. <laughs> no. Maybe. Maybe more fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. So, anyway, it is Jekyll's belief that the evil in his father's soul has caused his illness. Jekyll tells the audience about his passion to find out why man is both good and evil and his attempts to separate the good from the evil. Uh, I need to know. Sometime later, the rich and poor of 19th century London describe how people act, how they want others to see them, no matter who they really are inside, which is the song Facade. Um, sure, your way again, Lauren. It cooler. was like it was yeah. sweet, uh, and I don't remember the local version I saw, but it was like uh, I just I like the the rhythm of that song so yeah. much. Yeah. Like, well, you should because it repeats about five thousand yeah, times. It does. Like it the does. Of there are yeah, four reprises. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, afterward, Jekyll presents a research proposal to the board of governors of St Jude's Hospital. Sir Danvers, the chairman of the board, is in attendance along with His Grace Rupert the Fourteenth Bishop of Basingstoke. The Right Honorable Sir Archibald Archie Proops? 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 I don't know. Uh, Lord Theodore Teddy Savage. Are these real people, or they just have these long, long names for no reason? Lady Elizabeth Bessie, Beaconsfield, General Lord Glossop, and Simon Stride, uh, the secretary. Here's the thing. Uh, fake, these names are unnecessary because <laughs> are we don't care about them, and as you will, spoilers... Super don't care. You just need to recognize that, that these, they are the board. Uh, yeah, that yeah. they comprise the board and that they're making decisions that affect uh, Dr. Jekyll. Jekyll's they research. Affect yeah. the protagonist. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But in a way where <laughs> that's a lady, that's a religious guy, that's a dum dum, yep. and that's like the other guy. For so, sure. like, that's that's all you need to know. <laughs> Pretty much. So, all with the exception of Sir Danvers and Stride are pompous, rich, semi-hypocrites. I like how it says semi-hypocrites. Semi-hypocrites. You know, not full hypocrites. Sure, you never (laughs) go full hypocrite. Because politicians are never full hypocrites. Continue. Sure. When Jekyll proposes to test his theory and his formula on a human subject, presumably his father, they reject the proposal with cries of sacrilege, lunacy, blasphemy, and hearsay. Sure. All in quotes. This is a a lie, and here's why. Uh, 19th century London... They Love were for to sure do experiments. experimenting on oh, people. They don't give an ah. No, they were like, let's do it. And so True. that's why this feels silly. Where they would have been like, who do you want to cut up? Do it. Your sure. own dad? Mm. That feels more I'm responsible. Better. Go Great. ahead. Sure. Especially, yeah, especially sure. because what comes next? Sure. And also, in a way where what would have happened is he just would have pulled like a poor person. Sorry, poor people, but he would have just found no, like a homeless been, like, a homo, person yeah. and like taken them and or like an orphan or something like that. Well, isn't the point of this like thing that he's been working on to see if he can like cure the insanity Correct. that's happened with his father? Yes. Well, no, I think no? the point is to figure out why it's not, he's not, because I don't think he's yeah, he's trying to cure it. He sure. wants his dad to not be insane, but he feels the evil inside of him. So sure, sure, the sure, whole sure, point sure, is sure, that sure. he's trying to separate that out 
and okay. be able to Correct. therefore like remove it, I yeah. guess. Sure. So anyway, they vote five to none with Sir Danvers uh, one abstention, which is called Board of Governors. Utterson tries to calm Jekyll down, knowing that he is obsessed over his father's condition. Jekyll feels that he could save those who have fallen in the same darkness. Utterson urges his friend, if he feels he is right about his theory, that he should continue. So, Utterson, my guy, this is your fault. Sure. <laughs> well, where he wasn't like, let's go find a hobo or something like that. What sure. you, and I just would like to say, like, not in present day, I don't believe that, but and they we would should help everybody. But in 19th century London, they would have been like, don't worry, my dude, we're going to go get a criminal. We'll yeah. pay their bail and then we'll operate them. Sure. Uh, later that night, a group of high society Londoners turn turns up at Sir Danvers' residence at Regent's Park, which has a well-maintained facade. Sir Danvers throws a showy party for his daughter, Emma, for her engagement to Dr. Jekyll, to which Jekyll is late. That is the first reprise so of rude. facade. Sure. During the... Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that C-clip. Oh, okay. Okay. During the party, the guests, which include the governors and Stride, mention how worried they are about Emma being engaged to a madman, but both Sir Danvers and Emma back up Jekyll. Stride, who has feelings for Emma, speaks to Emma in private and tries to reason her out of her engagement, but she quickly turns him down, saying she feels she can be who she wants to be with Jekyll. That song is called Emma's Reasons. Emma's Reasons? Yes. That's adorable. Uh, I know. know what? Song titles are always a fun time. Title. Remember, dude, remember Phantom? Or That's what I'm Love saying. Dies? Sure. Uh, Gustav, Gustav, Gustav. Gustav. <laughs> um, I just was going to say, if we ever write a musical, no no sense in wasting time to be like, what should we call this song? We can be like, well, what are they doing? What's the first lyric? Oh, yeah. Scared in the Bathroom? Great. In fact, yeah. well, that is the Be More Chill song. So, uh, yeah, we, we uh, might go into that. But, yeah, so... This is... Yep. Keep going. Creativity. <laughs> Listen, we put all our creativity into writing the actual song. That Everything else. to title it, fuck it. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to put a cat on a piano and just let it go <laughs> and then title it Cat on a Piano cat. Part 1. There. Yeah. Uh, Jekyll arrives late as usual, just before the party leaves to go see the fireworks and shares a moment with Emma. Though he warns her he may always... <laughs> though he warns her he may always be busy with his work, Emma swears she will be beside him through it all which is called I Must Go On slash Take Me As I Am. Sir Danvers returns as Jekyll leaves and expresses to Emma that he considers Jekyll like a son to him, but finds it difficult to tolerate his behavior at the cost of losing his daughter. Emma assures him that he will never lose her and they should not be afraid to let go, which is called letting go. Yep, as you do. The original let it go. <laughs> sure, the one that never took off. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Idina Menzel. Sure. Uh, Jekyll and Utterson later go to the dregs of Camden Town, known as the Red Rat, for Jekyll's bachelor party. Facade reprise, too. Hey-o. Weird. Prostitute Lucy Harris arrives late and is in for some trouble with the boss, known as Spider, but she dismisses it for now. Despite her position in life, she is seen to be kind-hearted and well-liked by her co-workers, but has moments of contemplation about her life. She is the hooker with a heart of gold. I was literally Correct. just about to say that. Correct. Later became another musical. So Sure. She sings a song called No One Knows Who I Am. Uh, Is that song replaced later on? Yeah. You saw... Okay, so according to what you have said, in which you saw the tour that was based on the Broadway revival, which was different, yeah. based on my research, it doesn't replace No One Knows Who I Am. It replaces the song that comes immediately after, okay. which is called... Um, 
Well, now I can't see it. But anyway, bring on the men, or maybe that's the one that you saw. I, saw I don't know. You saw bring on the men. Sure. Sorry, it. sorry, sorry. The other one is called it's like Good and Good Evil. And evil. That's Good a and Evil song. is what. Why would you get rid of that for this shitty sure. other song? I like Good bring and Evil better. I, you maybe like Bring on the Men better. I am like Bring on the Men better if only because... But I here's the thing. <coughs> uh, I got so upset. I just, I'm just choking on my words. Uh, I, I liked it better if only because I think the girl we saw saying Good and Evil, I don't like. Sure. Um, so, no offense to you. I'm sure you're very talented. Sure. If you ever listen. It's Colleen Sexton. Not <laughs> sure. to shout her out. But anyway, Please. I thought she was lovely. I She has a very specific sounding voice, if that makes sense. Like, she has a very... Um, yeah. Like a... The recording is Linda Eater. Right. And yes. that's this good. Is, like, yes. Like yeah. her. Yeah. No, no, no. Feel great about it. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the visual... Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you ever go see this movie, uh, uh, the pro shot, um, like a lot of shows from this time period, it's plagued by bad wigs. Oh, and so, yeah. sure, sure, right. y'all. If only to see the wigs, go see David Hasselhoff's wig <laughs> so in like so Jekyll and Hyde. Right, it, it. it is a little. It, I can't even begin to describe it, other than it's like a regular like crew haircut, and then it's just with like. Um, it's like a mullet. Yeah. It almost looks like say, a mullet. But with like extensions tacked on at the base of his neck. So then it's just Excellent. a Well, and you know what's they're funny not, but is weird. that's kind of what Lucy's wig looks like too. Also, yeah. And she has these Where she has the bangs, like 90s. I feel like still potentially present in the revival, but she got a better wig. No. But it's not it was good. different. It was definitely different. Well, they maybe let her have her to own To be honest, hair. I don't remember what the hair looked like when I saw Sure, that it. means it probably was fine. It like, sure. If, if it didn't fine. stand out in your mind. But yeah. correct. the pro shot one, she got, yeah, it's like a bad, we were just like, what? Okay. Constantine's sure. hair was long and scraggly. And sure, but that's his real hair. Sure. I know, and it was gross. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so anyway, okay. I guess there are some discrepancies about which song. This, obviously, this uh, Wikipedia version is doing the Broadway revival, I guess, sure. maybe. But anyway, in the Whatever. original Broadway, it's Good and Evil. It's a good song. They're probably both good songs. I prefer Good and Evil. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so Guinevere, the German manager of the Red Rat, breaks Lucy's reverie and then sends her out to do her number, bring on the men, good and evil, whichever one, and it captivates Jekyll. After the number, Lucy begins to circulate among the clientele. Spider approaches Lucy and after striking her heart across the face, threatens to kill her if she is late again. Jekyll approaches... That's how I am at work as well. <laughs> <laughs> Me with the students. If sure. you are tardy again, I will kill you. Sometimes you really have to put your foot down or people will just walk all over you. So I, here's the thing. I... And with Spider. Oh, sure. Jekyll. Just, no, wait, to clear the air, because if anyone ever hears, I don't do that to my, my <laughs> teacher. I don't do that to the students. I'm sorry. I just I feel like that yes. needs to be said. No publicly. comment from me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, great. Karen actually does. We're doing great. Uh, Jekyll approaches Lucy after witnessing the Spider's actions and intends to help her as Utterson is led away by another bar girl. Jekyll and Lucy are drawn to each other in a way that promises each of them a great friendship. Oh. I'm going to throw in a little side note and say, Wikipedia, s- stop lying. They're hot for each other. Like, <laughs> sure. This not, man this, is engaged, but he, he's like, not approaching there is, her to be like, let's be friends. No, yeah. there is definitely oh, like a, an yeah. attraction, a chemistry, whatever um, you want to call it. Well, it's interesting if we're going back to like they replace the song when she sings good and evil it kind of hits the point home a little harder yes. and also makes more sense why his 
uh, intention would be piqued a little bit more because yeah, he, his whole thing is like looking at evil inside people, yes. blah, blah. So And her, know. the whole point of the song is that evil is good. Evil yeah. doing whatever you want you is, it feels great. is what you should do. And being good is worthless, right. basically. Uh, and he actually has a line after that where he makes some comment about how she helped him figure out his yeah. like dilemma. Um, so, and I don't, uh, yeah, anyway, it doesn't sure, matter. They're not trying to be friends, y'all. Well, no. he's not being explicitly like, let's hook up. Like, it's not like that. No, he, no, no. He, I don't think he is being like weird about it, but there is definitely an attraction. I just thought that the wording was funny where it says, yeah, uh, promises each of them a great friendship. Sure. Not quite, but no. it's anyway. Cute, but no. Yeah. So Jekyll admits Lucy's song has helped him find the answer to his experiment. Utterson reemerges and Jekyll tells Lucy that he must be on his way. Before he goes, he gives Lucy his visiting card and asks her to see him should she ever need a friend. Here's to the night. Sure. (laughs) As Utterson and Jekyll arrive at the latter's residence, Utterson notices that Jekyll is in a better mood. Jekyll informs him that he has found a subject for his experiments. Utterson recommends that Jekyll go straight to bed and departs. Jekyll dismisses his butler, Poole, for the night and proceeds to his laboratory, excited that the moment has come to conduct his experiment, which is his song, This Is The Moment. This is, I would say, probably the best known song from this show. It's pretty um, classic sounding. Like, it's very... 90s 2000s it, to um, me it feels like you. along the same vein well, as like being alive that... from company Correct. yeah like, it has oh, yeah, it just is that vibe yeah. um except it's way earlier than the show um, it's it no but it's that classic like uh no it's his i want song yeah like here yeah. we go and it's for the from a like production and like character standpoint it's his big belty number where he yeah. gets to sing it and it's like a climactic point and yeah here we go and sure. it kicks off, honestly, the, the plot of the actual correct. show. We are which we haven't even really thirty into. minutes into the the like show at this right. point. If you're watching it, you're probably thirty minutes into the show, yeah. and, and, and it hasn't now. even yeah. started yet, really. Right. So anyway, uh, keeping tabs on the experiment in his journal, Jekyll mixes his chemicals to create his formula HJ7. I like that they included the name of the formula. Obviously. It doesn't matter, <laughs> and <laughs> injects matter. it into the subject himself. Um, after a minute of the potion side effects he writhes in pain and is taken over by an alternate aggressive personality which is called first transformation with grim humor he notes in his journal oh i'm not reading this i'm sorry guys it's a like a direct line from the anyway he changes into doc, uh, Mr. Hyde. He That's what he does. Edward Hyde. That's uh, it. A fun time, if you were watching versions of this, skip all that bullshit we just talked about in the beginning, go right to this scene, Correct. and see how the actor portrays the transformation. Correct. And I'm going to tell you, there are good YouTube videos where they actually, I don't know if you guys have ever seen anything like this. I love fan edits, and there just are cuts. like videos where it's just cuts of like, oh, this is this, this person theory. doing the yeah, transformation. Yeah, yeah. This is this person doing the transformation. Go look at that. It's fun. David Hasselhoff is all limbs. He and is. Weird he's a. Nails. He's got lanky, lanky legs. You guys. He's, here's the thing. Again, if you don't know David Hasselhoff, and he does. I'm sorry that I know so much about him. I don't. I love I'm un- apologizing for knowing. I know. About him. I don't know why I do though. But he's like six four. He's really, sure, really he's tall. Super tall and. 
his costume. I guess not compared to you two, but for well, me, we, but just we are he's both a under giant. six four. Hang Correct. On. <laughs> uh, his costume is particularly. I don't know. I feel like black dress pants. Black is. I don't know. Lengthening, lengthening and, and lengthening. slimming, yeah. and his legs look crazy in this show. They look so <laughs> long and lanky. Well, and it's that. Oh yeah, it's six four. I was right. So it's also the thing where that style dress, the pants just sit higher. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so like it's just that waistcoat looks, kind of thing. Yep. And you're like, oh, my God. I mean, his legs coming out of his neck. He like, really looks really kind of crazy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he gleefully goes out and roams the streets, taking in the sights and sounds of London while tormenting innocent bystanders, uh, bystanders, which includes a sexually abusive encounter with Lucy. So Lucy. You're uh, right. He. Assaulter. Yeah. Uh, kind of encounters him as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde uh, and is like in a weird um, kind of relationship, I will put in quotes, uh, with both of them. Yep. So uh, Jekyll's alternate personality gives himself a name, Edward Hyde, and that song is called Alive. Oh, I do like that song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. That's what I said. Here's the thing. That's what I said. The music to the show not bad. is not it's bad. It's, yeah, it's uh, cool. The show is batshit. It's it's just a little um, it's great. It's, it's a little fun. bit more out there. Well, yeah. And it's been a while since I've thought about this show, to be honest. Yeah. And like now in 2022, uh, this this thing he has with Lucy is like real. Oh, it's up. rough. Like, oh, it's correct. really rough. Yeah, not that okay anymore. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. really rough. So anyway, uh, a week later, no one has heard anything from Jekyll. Emma, Sir Danvers, and Utterson ask Poole where he is, but Emma decides to leave and believes Jekyll will come for her after his work is finished. After Emma and Sir Danvers leave, Poole tells Utterson that Jekyll has been locked in his lab all this time and that he has heard strange sounds from the lab. Jekyll, who seems distraught, emerges and impatiently sends Poole to fetch some chemicals for him. Utterson confronts Jekyll about his bizarre behavior but Jekyll brushes this off. He instead gives Utterson three letters, one for Emma, another for her father, and one for Utter- Utterson himself, should Jekyll become ill or disappear. Suspicious and concerned, Utterson warns Jekyll to not let his work take over his life. Meanwhile, Emma and Sir Danvers argue about the prudence of Emma's marriage to a man who seems to be falling into an ever-deepening abyss. Emma again tells her father that she understands that Jekyll's work is important. Uh, that song is called His Work and Nothing More. Sure. It, Cute. Here's the thing. In in a way that many shows before and after, you have to have two ladies, and they have to be wildly different from one another, mm-hmm. and that is what this is. Lucy is the, it's the virgin and the whore. It, but in this one, I mean, like, even more... On the head about it's it. pretty where, on the nose, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Where Lucy is on the one end of the spectrum, fun and fancy free, and a sex worker, which again, in the lens of 2022, we feel great about. Uh, but, and then, you know, Emma is high society, prim and proper, the wife you should have. And so, yeah. it, it's a interesting juxtaposition, but it's, it's also just like, uh, I, I don't know, ham-fisted. Sure. Yeah. Um... After Utterson departs, Lucy arrives at Jekyll's residence with an aggressive bruise on her back. As Jekyll treats her wound, she tells him a man named Hyde inflicted it. Jekyll is stunned by this revelation, but hides it. Feeling compassion for Jekyll for being kind to her, Lucy kisses him. hey Which is called sympathy tenderness. Um, <laughs> disturbed tender, by what's up? <laughs> <laughs> disturbed by his own actions, Jekyll leaves Lucy, who wonders about her love for him. So, uh, 
like I said, not, I mean, this, not friends. The here, like, it's so it's so on the nose, right? Like Hyde is evil, Jekyll is good in quotes, right? Right. Emma not only virginal ish, a soprano. Correct. <laughs> and Lucy is the belter. Like come yeah. on, guys. Yep. It's yeah. So For on sure. the nose. It's well, so in, in case you were like, wait, wait. Oh, sure. Yeah. She's up there. She oh, sounds like an angel, that. and she yeah. sounds like she's going to kick your butt with her voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, again, it's like he his inner conflict of, I inflicted that bruise, and now I'm caring for it as the other guy, and bloop, blop, bleep. Uh, bloop, just, bloop. You know, it's fine, but it's like, <laughs> oh, God, all right. Sure. Uh, that song that she sings is called Someone Like You. That is another pretty oh, well-known yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, song that from that show. Before. Like I said, this show is very singable. Yeah. It, I, it's Sick. just all the stuff that happens in between. <laughs> uh, okay, so later, the Bishop of Basingstoke is seen with Guinevere, who is the, I don't know if you remember, the leading, uh, like the manager at the Red Rat, uh, is seen with Guinevere after having a meeting, in quotes, with one of her underage attendants. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert. The don't Bishop like is a pedo. Like, yeah. come like on. It. Yeah. Uh, he pays Guinevere and arranges to see the attendant next Wednesday. Uh, when Guinevere and the attendant leave, Hyde appears holding a sword stick with a heavy pewter yeah. knob. Um, after insulting the bishop, Hyde proceeds to beat and stab him to death with the sword stick before gleefully setting the body aflame. Like you do. you know. Uh, that song is called A Live Reprise. And I say song because he sings as he murders him. It's, he does a lot of singing and murdering. Sure. I, this is something that <laughs> I haven't theater. said yet. It's kind of sung through. This yeah. show has a lot of music. Yeah. There is not... Not a lot of dialogue. No. Uh, I mean, there's dialogue for sure, but, like, it is pretty sung through. Yeah. Um, uh, Listen, here's the thing, and I, you understand what the show is trying to do, where you're like, well, the bishop is a bad person. He literally is a pedophile who also is using his position in the church to create some sort of piety in which he is above those things. Yeah. Uh, so he's not a semi-hypocrite. He's a full hypocrite. Sure. And, you know, we get to see him get murdered in a way where I think it's tough because obviously you see Hyde coming through to kill, like, the people who rejected Jekyll, but they're also terrible. This is a terrible yeah, person. Yeah, it's interesting. So then you're like, well, I'm not sad about it. Yeah. He did set him on fire, so yeah. that is aggressive. But like, okay, it's hard to know who to root for in that Correct. scenario. Well, I think the thing that is like tricky, yeah, because the, and they kind of talk about it. Not they don't talk about it. I think maybe enough in the synopsis for it to make as much sense. But in the show, it's they definitely reference the fact that like Hyde is evil, but like he is the evil parts of Doctor right. Jekyll. Like it's right. not like he's just like a objectively yeah. evil, completely no. separate person. He is the evil parts that yeah. already existed yeah. in Doctor Jekyll. So like he's kind of doing a good thing sure. by killing this really bad person, right. uh, because he is not separate from sure. Doctor Jekyll. Yeah. Um. But also, anyway, I can only picture David Hasselhoff. So sure, is- and also, um, guys, again, maybe just use this as like a fast forward, like fast forward through it. If you want to watch the whole thing, please go for it, absolutely. But just to like look at a couple things, watch the part where he sets the body on fire because it is kind of crazy. It's kind of <laughs> like, happens? well, it's just kind of like 
cool, I guess. Not in like a I want to see somebody set on fire way. We're learning a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> in a in podcast a, will be used as evidence in the future. <laughs> yeah, but in a way where sort of charred. um to make some kind of uh, convincing. Sure, it's a cool effect. Like technical, in which it, like goes. Yeah, you know, and it's he cool. like lights somebody That's on cool. fire. Yeah. Uh, in a theater, it's kind of cool. <laughs> Inside, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Uh, but anyway, no, it's not for real. That's all. <laughs> Magic. So that's the end of Act One. All right. Sure. So we, you end Act One. I mean, it's a lot of. Here's the thing: you have to unpack a lot to get to it. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah. have to understand that he's been denied. You have to understand who his love interests are. You have to understand him as a conflicted character. And then you kind of finally get to it, and it the, it's pretty climactic in terms of he does kill someone, and then it goes, like, sure. blackout and now intermission. Yeah, and now we're just in it. Yep. So, Act 2 starts with Utterson and Sir Danvers speaking to the audience once again of past events with Jekyll. Utterson begins to feel... Uh, oh, Utterson begins to feel he was not able to help his poor client and friend, while Danvers senses that something was horribly wrong with his work, as he had not been seen or heard from for four weeks. So he's disappeared. Yeah. Bye. Uh, the citizens of London gossip about the bishop's murder as Hyde hunts down and kills General Glossop, Sir Proops, Lady Beaconsfield, and Lord Savage. By now, all five governors who rejected Jekyll's proposal are dead. And that is the song Murder, Murder. I like that song. Sure. Murder, and it will get stuck in your head. It really does. Yeah. It's very repetitive. Yeah, like, now you're doing it. Oh, it's going to be in my head all I'm night. sorry. I'm Julia. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. Uh, okay. Later one night, uh, Emma lets herself into Jekyll's laboratory. She finds his journal open and reads one of his entries. Jekyll enters and immediately closes the journal, preventing her from learning what he has become. Emma can see he is distraught. She professes her love for him and begs him to confide in her, which is Once Upon a Dream, the song that I sang. It's lovely. That's a nice song. It is. Uh, he tells her nothing of his work, but says he still loves her. After Emma leaves, Jekyll writes in his journal that Hyde has taken a heavy toll on him and those around him, and that the transformations are occurring of their own accord. His entry is interrupted when, when Utterson... I know, Sorry. <laughs> when you just can't help him can't, anymore. Can't not be, be evil for a sure. night. <laughs> um, well, and it's a bad sign. Sure. In the book, in the original book, it's like when he goes to sleep. Right. That is when he, like, comes out. Um, so you just never get any rest then, man. I no guess. he's so evil. <laughs> irritable, man. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, I no, get like. it. I agree. Sure. Some people in this room love sleep. They do. All the people in this room love sleep. No, let's be honest. Two of the people in this sure, room love fine, sleep. Fine. <laughs> I don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but um, do you not love it? When no, you do? Not really. Okay. I think we just, we literally just had this conversation last night and I, I don't. Sure. I think it's Karen I think thinks it, it's the biggest waste of time of all. Oh, dude. In which I responded and said, I love sleep. It's the only time that I can do nothing. And I don't have to be conscious, that which I understand valid. sounds like a weird, um, like, on a live scenario. I don't want to not be conscious. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh, my God. Um, but that's true, though. You do get time. You to get to off. just not be conscious. It's great. I believe it takes up time that I could be doing other things. And we, I recognize oh that I have to do it to live or I'll die. But what a waste. Sure. Yikes. Come sure. I'm so sorry I brought this back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Um, okay. Okay. And blah. Sure, he's writing in his journal. Utterson enters and arrives at the lab, seeking to find out who Jekyll's sole heir is 
Edward Hyde as referred to in Jekyll's letter. So he must have opened the letter, read it, and seen well, that all of Jekyll's uh, everything, everything is yeah. supposed to go to Edward Hyde. Well, sure. Which I got to tell you, um, if Hyde like helped do this, smart. Get in that will. Become yeah. the sole heir. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, but like, think about what that means. Well, about, no, it's not. It's like, not good. It's but not, like. But, well, and potentially, <laughs> Jekyll is recognizing that if everything goes to Hyde, then he can, I don't know, maybe have some hope of, like, getting back. I, I Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he keeps all of his research, he knows that it's him. I don't know. It's here's, confusing. Here's the thing, right? As is the, true with, like, all all of the mistaken identities ever. Did no one look at Edward Hyde at some point and okay. be like, why did well, that dude look like Dr. Jekyll? This is what I'm saying. Lauren, <laughs> what uh, the hell? Uh, no, because he... Because uh, he's wearing glasses Jekyll and Clark has, Kent becomes Superman. Like, Jekyll's is- hair is slicked back and Hyde's hair is in his eyes. Sure, very his different. Face here's what I'm going to say, though. Uh, just as like, here's the thing. Yes, <laughs> except the other day... We were hanging out, and you had glasses on. Sure. And Twindy had glasses on. I Clark and Kent superman You looked completely different. <laughs> I did. It was it was a combination of things, you guys. I had my hair in two braids, which I don't really don't wear do as a hairstyle that often. I had a hat on, like a, not a hat, like a, like a winter hat, like a beanie. Uh, it wasn't a beanie, but anyway. Uh, and then glasses on top of that. So I was wearing three articles. So of, what I'm hearing is it does work. It, it yes. kind of does work. It was a little off-putting how not like myself I looked. Um, cool. All so, right. So, so I'm wrong. So, That's fine. Well, here's so Mythbusters, we're here <laughs> to bust sure. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, though. You're not wrong because in this show, he it looks doesn't the work. freaking thing. <laughs> you know um, what? Uh, so, when I know. saw it. Constantine uh, had that long, crazy hair. Yeah. So that meant that Jocker Jekyll wore it back. Sure. In a, in a yes. Ponytail. Ponytail. Yeah, yeah. That is kind of yeah. the vibe, yeah. I think, for all well, of them. But then here's the thing. Edward Hyde, long and loose and fancy free, and a top hat. Yes. 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 A top hat a top and a long hat. jacket. Yeah. Long, and also like a cape, you know? uh, notable and a stick H- Hyde that he like, walks around with. left-handed. Jekyll oh. is right-handed. Oh, here's the thing. What I think that might just be David Hasselhoff. Oh, we just made that choice. I think so. Sure, have we never seen it in any other show? I don't. I don't think we detail. saw it in any oh, other show. Damn, sure. Well, here's what I tell you. Maybe it it's is. An wait, okay, choice. Is he slaps his observe? own hand away. Yes. Yeah. So in the in David the, Hasselhoff. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. That's right what I'm after saying. that's he, maybe not a bad. I will say we have maybe made a little bit of fun of David Hasselhoff, but I will say. Uh, his transformation and his ability to be to act as two different people. Well, is in, not bad. In some of the other shows we saw, there's a change in, obviously, that appearance, like the hair and stuff we talked about. There's a vocal change. The vocal where, change is very cool if you listen yeah. to the Broadway recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but is very cool. Really cool. To Hasselhoff's credit and to some other people we've seen, the, uh, Hasselhoff does a physical transformation. Very where different. The way that he carries himself and his body and all that changes. So there's a very, like, very clear delineation between, like... Yeah. Uh, hot, you know, Jekyll kind of like good posture, that sort of prim proper posture, and Jekyll is like hunched over and kind of like blah. Yeah, and then he has like a weird arm. So sure. Uh, so he likes he's writing in his right. He's writing in his journal. He injects the thing. He has this whole like blah, whatever, and then he goes to write in the journal again, and he starts to go with his right hand, and then he slaps his own hand away with his left hand oh, and picks sweet. up the pencil, and then picks up the pencil and starts to write with his left. Okay, hand. that's really cool. That's so, what I said. Like, not here's the thing. Maybe the best choice he made the whole show. It's anyway, the detail that was yeah, honestly like, yeah. kind of helpful. 
so yes. Um, okay, where were we? We were really took a tangent. Sorry, it's no, it's okay. Tangential. Jekyll. Sure, 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 sure. The sole heir. Yeah. So Jekyll only tells Utterson that Hyde is a colleague involved in the experiment. Utterson can see that his friend is desperately ill and agrees to obtain the rest of the chemicals Jekyll requires. Well, this is the part where it's like, (laughs) oh my god, you're so sick, and like whatever you've been doing seems terrible. I'll, I'll get you. you. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> let me go. Like, I got not, you. I got you. I got he's you. not like, let me get you into a hospital. Like, uh, let's call someone. He's sure. like, no problem. I mean, he's a doctor, right? So, like, maybe no, he's he a tried- lawyer. Audition? No, no. Jack- oh, Jack- 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 Dr. Jekyll. Jack- so, yeah. if I'm like a doctor and I'm saying, hey, I need this to make me better, wouldn't you just take me at my word and be like, sure, let's, I got you? I don't, not if you looked. Uh, you rough. seem oh, to be that? having yeah. a, some kind of scientific experiment on yourself. Sure. In a way where, yeah. like, as your buddy, you should be like, are you? Hey. Hey. You sure? Okay. You didn't do that to yourself. <laughs> Why you got all those track marks on your arm? <laughs> um, okay. Agrees to get the chemicals. Jekyll, once again alone, begins to face the fact that Hyde is a part of him. The song is called Obsession. At the same time, both Lucy and Emma wonder about their love for the same men, for the same man, which is called In His Eyes. Another uh, classic leg, lady kind of duet. fun oh, duet. I've definitely sung this duet. Of like course. a billion times. Sure. Well, in a way where... As Emma and Lucy also Love it. Sure. Well, as in a way where musical theater does not have a ton of... Female duets. Female duets. Not a lot, no. And this is a good one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, go get it. Yeah. Which uh, did you like singing better? Uh, well, I did it at different points in my life. So, oh. like, as a younger person, I was more of a soprano. Yeah. And then as I, like, grew into my 20s, I was more of a belter. So I did Emma as a as a youthish, maybe, like, early, yeah, yeah. like, late teens, early 20s. And then in my later 20s, I sang Lucy. So I you, think I liked Lucy so better. So you got a little more whorish in your... <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I, sure. Uh, no, I was kidding, bud. Hooker with a heart of gold. <laughs> sure. Where you were like, I resonated with the character more. Sure. sure. All of Lucy's stuff is better in terms of singing. Sure. I'm gonna be it's, honest. It's she has the more sing, fun yeah. stuff. She has the more exciting stuff. She gets all of the high, high, belty nonsense. Ooh, um, Good times. Yeah. Okay, at the Red Rat, Nellie and Lucy consider their profession and why they keep doing it. The song is called Girls of the Night. Lucy is then visited by Hyde, who tells her that he's going away for a while. He then warns her to never leave him. Lucy is terrified, but seems to be held under a sexual, animalistic control by Hyde. Hey, if you're terrified of your partner, leave them, please. Yes. They're just friends. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the song is called Dangerous Game. well, no, that they're I'm not just friends. This is high. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, as they leave together, Spider addresses the Red Rat attendants, warning them to always be aware of what dangers lie ahead in the East End, which is Facade Reprise 3. So they throw There's Spider a bone, and he gets, gets to a sing song. a little solo. Well, <laughs> go, Spider, you get it. In a way where he's surely, in like other iterations of this, he maybe had a bigger part, and they were like, no. This and then they were like, show was uh, now four hours long. Sure, I mean, no. Yeah, I think I mean, if yeah. nothing else, they probably give him a smaller part. Correct. I like because I read somewhere that they cut all of the facade reprises in which only one of them remains, and then it's just facade and facade reprise. I mean, I think they maybe kept the third okay reprise. Choice? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Utterson comes to Jekyll's lab with the rest of the chemicals and a secret envelope and discovers Hyde, who informs him that the doctor is not available tonight. 
Uh, Utterson refuses to leave the package with anyone but his friend and demands to know where he is. Hyde replies that even if he told him, Utterson would not believe him. Utterson insists on seeing Jekyll, threatening to alert the police otherwise. Hyde angrily attempts to attack Utterson, who threatens him with his sword stick. Trapped, Hyde injects the formula into himself, roaring with laughter as he reverts to Jekyll in front of an appalled Utterson. So I think this is the first time that Hyde is ever encountered by somebody that knows him other than Lucy, but she doesn't know Jekyll that well. Right. This is the first time that anybody in right. like Dr. Jekyll's life sees him as Hyde, and then obviously he is the only one who's ever seen the transformation. Apparently does not recognize him even though they're <laughs> best friends. Well yes. and it's funny because even with all the like voice and the physical and the da 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 really it's just a guy pushing his hair out of his face to be yeah. like, now I'm Jekyll. Correct. <laughs> it is correct. <laughs> Uh, Jekyll tells, I think it's funny too, because it's the only time that they transform, it's the first time maybe in the show that they transform him back, back into yeah. Jekyll and to watch David Hasselhoff, like throw his hair back in a ponytail yeah. is kind of like, funny. Hello. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, wipe the hair out of his face and be like, and I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, Jekyll tells Utterson that Hyde must be destroyed, whatever the cost. He then begs Utterson to deliver money for Lucy so that she can escape to safety. As Utterson leaves, Jekyll, Jekyll, Jekyll yeah. mixes in chemicals and injects the new formula, fearing that he might lose himself forever and praying that he can restore his former life. A song called The Way Back. Sure, that song's boring, but keep going. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's why it's like not every show can have They're their own They're not all hits. wins. No. Yeah. Uh, Utterson visits Lucy at the Red Rat with the money along with a letter from Jekyll that entreats her to leave town and start a new life elsewhere. After Utterson leaves, Lucy wonders of the possibilities ahead, and she sings A New Life. New life. So if you're counting, Lucy has like three All the songs, bangers, belty yeah. banger Honestly, numbers. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a duet. And, and a, a duet. duet. Well, a couple duets. She sings A Dangerous Game with Hyde. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. She sings She's a lot yeah. um, in a way that is maybe unexpected. For the hooker with a heart of gold. Correct. Yeah. Uh, just then, Hyde returns, seeing the letter from Jekyll. He tells Lucy that he and the doctor are very close and that they share everything. Hey, um, oh, wait a minute. It what? says, yeah, I How know. How much it's, of everything are we talking about? Oh, that's gross. Uh, All right. Um, in some versions, Hyde reveals that he feels that Lucy has betrayed him by being in love with Jekyll and, going, and by going to see him every day. Uh, he then calls Lucy over to him and holds her very close. As he holds Lucy softly so that she does not suspect it, he slowly, angrily, and savagely stabs her multiple times before slitting her throat. So rude. Uh, which is the sympathy tenderness reprise. It's kind of a gross moment, if I'm being honest, um, because he sings her song back to her while he, while he kills her. her. It's what pretty... It's, wow, he's ki- another sing-song murder. Um, it, it, where he sings and he murders. It's, like, kind of hard to watch um, in that way. Well, and it's interesting because there's a couple different... Like, different Lucys play it differently. So the Hasselhoff Lucy, she, like, screams when he stabs her. And she like, does a good job. They all kind of, like, fall forward onto the bed, and it's like he, like, is holding her kind of from behind. Uh, another version, uh, she's just, like, silent. You, like, see her body stiffen and slump forward. So I think all effective, but her hers is scary because it's, like... A, she does a good it, job. It sounds like she got stabbed and yeah. she's screaming, so... Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, well, and then she, like, he stabs her twice, she falls off the bed, she crawls away, and And then then from on the bed, he grabs her, like, from behind while she's, like, on her knees and slits her throat. And it is, like, rough. Yeah. Wow. This is, I mean, Uh, in a way where... I don't remember what Deborah Cox did, I'll be honest. Sure. Sure. (laughs) She just was like, bye. Um, No, no, no. But in a way where this was, like, kind of during the time, this came a little bit on the heels of, you know, sort of the, like, a phantom or something, like, like some of those that had already existed... But in this way, it's, I think, more violent. It doesn't romanticize the violence no. in some, the way the other shows kind of do. Sure. Maybe not Sweeney Todd, where yum yum. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm just, yum, you know. Yum. You did oh, not. No. Just, yum, yum. Listen. All right, listeners, if you don't know Sweeney Todd, it's no, coming up no, eventually. No, 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 no. I just, it's coming up eventually. I'll do a deep dive on it. I love sure. that show. But yum yum is. Is a foreshadowing moment. Yum yum is right. Okay, so, but I'm just saying in a way where this one is like it's it's scarier because it's like an intimate. It's like very intimate, but then very violent in that way. Feels um, it feels very graphic. Yeah, like there is not even. Yes, well, there is something about like like Othello killing Desdemona at the end well no because he's definitely hide so it's like right. it's not yeah, okay. there is no like love i love you and, and you've betrayed sad. me it's right. not that okay yeah um to your point of like yeah. there is no romance it's not no, like a romantic no, no. it's like it is like a savage murder yeah and there is something i don't know there is something about like obviously i think it's a society i don't know now i'm gonna be on my soapbox about that we are like desensitized to violence and whatever sure, sure. but there is something different about like watching a movie in which you know it's not real like right. you know it's not real and then watching two actors alive people, like alive people yeah. in yeah. the same yeah. room as yeah. you um like simulate that kind of yes thing. Yeah. it is it is. It's kind of like onstage sex is also too real. Sometimes. Yes, like, yeah. I'm way more gross. uncomfortable. Yeah. And way more. I'm in the room. Like I'm you also know it's not real, but also you're like yeah. it's still well. Too, it we're is in the same yes. Room and I don't it like feels. It. Yeah. It, yeah. it is like way more like oh, this is like a private. Uh, I yeah. don't want to yeah. be here. Well, yeah. and that's Fun part fact, of this this murder too. Is it's yeah. private. Yes, and it comes from such a to me like a dark place. Yeah, and also at this point you kind of like well you like her. That's what I say. You like Lucy and. She just like, sang oh, a whole song about how she's like gonna and, run off yeah. and like do the thing that she always wanted to yep. do and like figure out who she is. Yeah. Aside from like, it, and in that way, it's like it's it's even more tragic because she almost yeah. got out yep. pretty from close. her like shitty little life, and now you're like, well, yeah, and no. you're dead. It's it's That's sad. Tough. So anyway, um, she dead. Yeah, the we're vile murderer. Yeah, the vile murderer runs off laughing just as the red rat attendants find Lucy's body and carry her out on a stretcher. Covered in Lucy's <laughs> blood, Jekyll returns to his laboratory and faces off with Hyde in a final okay. battle for control, which I is giggled. called the confrontation. I giggled because the way that this is done in every show, because the there is no other way to yeah, do this, sure. is it's a real like half you know like the costumes where you're like half man half woman and you turn to the right you're the lady you turn to the right you're the man it's that where half of his hair is slicked back and it's fine and the other half is down yes here's the thing we will watch it after because (laughs) it is wild uh and so he does the thing and there's lighting cues where like when he's jekyll the light is like bright and white when he's hide it's dark and dreary but he basically spins back Back and and forth. forth Where over it's like, and over. right what side, left hell? side, but, right side, left side. But, listeners, you have to get this mental image. As we've been saying this whole time, 
Hyde's hair is down and it's in his curly, face. greasy, and scraggly. Gross nonsense. And Jekyll's hair is pulled back, slicked back into some kind of low ponytail. Like a colonial ponytail. Um, And they have to do that at the same time. So I just want you to imagine. Like, like half. First of all, if you're if you're a lady or if you have long hair, whatever, um, and you have ever like slicked your hair back um, on the sides, yeah. you have to like pin it because you can't do like a ponytail. It's like, gonna fall out. It's gonna right. fall yeah. out, and you don't want to ponytail it. So you like slick it back. I'm sure it's like tons of hairspray and like bobby pins. He had to do that on one half of his head, right. which is why there can be no ponytail, right. because the other half of his hair has to be hair free, has to be free and out. Correct. So it is hilarious to watch this man, because he also has to make sure that his hair gets down in his face, so, so he has like to like whip his, his head around yeah. so that it like comes down in front of his face. And, and then, then he like goes back, God. looks up, and his hair is slicked back. And then he like whips his head down oh again. Oh my gosh, I love everything about it. It's this. very also so, did Hasselhoff made a choice to like uh, some arm stuff. Yeah, where he's got like an he arm in the air, from, and then he an suffers arm down. from. Um, I'm singing musical theater, so I'm gonna yeah. put one arm up behind me, and then my left hand's gonna go out in front of me. Oof. Yeah. And no. this is how musical theater people sing. Sure they are. And yeah. that is, uh, he suffers from that stance. So um, let me just real quick, uh, this show, first of all, the fact that like those are the choices that they made in Hasselhoff's version, I feel like every, this song is like, Oh, I'm going to tell you, not just in his version. In really? the original Broadway. I, I oh, looked shit. up yeah. several iterations okay. of this. It's kind of the only way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Because like uh, this song is like the culmination of the show right Correct. we were coming yes. to the place yeah, yeah, where yeah. they would confront each other for sure yes. um and the fact that all right cool um one of the things i hated the most about constantine's version was this song oh because he didn't do this oh, bullshit. oh. here's what they did instead they pre-recorded half of it <gasps> and he was looking in a weird like projected mirror or something it was fucking nuts it, it, it bad it oh was my gosh no wonder so they closed bad. after 29 performances here's the thing the cool part about the song is it sounds like it should be better it's not better. but if it's okay. not executed well no but, but here's the thing the cool part and the challenging part of, as a performer about the song is like you have to sing as two different people yes and that's back like and what forth we're all right. expecting yeah. by the end of this show essentially yep. is we're expecting yeah. to see that really cool yeah, thing you're right and you pre that real cop out to pre-record half yeah. of it and then like it was it was like this weird like projection behind him uh, in this weird and there was like fire looking <clears throat> things yeah it was, like he's like, like in hell so bad okay, it was so sure. strange and i like the whole time i was like kind of on board deborah cox and her vocal damage i was like kind of on board and then he did this and i turned to my husband and i was like no no, <laughs> no, like, we can't leave because it's going to end. But like, no, I, I'm I almost, out. yeah, I wanted to leave, but I was like, well, no, 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 I will stay. Sure. Again, this Ten is another minutes. like yeah. gift from my mother-in-law, my oh, father-in-law, sure. that they wanted to take us to see the yeah, show. Yeah. So uh, I was like, well, we'll stay, but this is bad. I <laughs> also like, they're, they're a ride. Um, <laughs> we can't go. We, we <laughs> brought them with us. We, yes. Can't go. <laughs> uh, this is just going to be a fun thing. I won't sing any of it, but if you have could, TikTok and you are on tiktok like pretty regularly and you maybe like recognize specific sounds i would encourage you to go listen to the confrontation because you will recognize it and i just want to say i don't think that's like i'm on some kind of musical theater side of tiktok and that's why i saw it i did not know sure uh, that the tiktok sound was from this musical until i watched the musical and i went oh, 
oh my gosh, that's where that came from. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you will know it when you hear it. Go listen to that's the confrontation. Sorry that our guest is assigning you. Yes. I'm that's sorry. I'm I am sorry. not on TikTok, but I know a lot of 13 12, You would probably recognize it. You would probably Maybe. recognize it. I'm old I, and I don't do TikTok. Thank you. Sure. I probably have one liked that has the sound attached to it. I, it would take me forever to find it. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So we're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, later. Sure. He has his final battle for control, the confrontation. And then it says later, Utterson tells the audience that Jekyll had given up his task of finding the truth, condemning his father to darkness. Uh, yet, as Sir Danvers would put it, the doctor had returned at the sound of wedding bells, which is facade reprise for. Too many. Uh, several weeks later, Jekyll seems to have regained control as he and Emma stand before the priest at their wedding in St. Anne's Church. As the minister begins the ceremony, Jekyll doubles over in pain and transforms into Hyde. Hyde then kills Simon Stride, a guest at the wedding, uh, before taking Emma hostage. Uh At the sound of Emma's pleading voice, Jekyll is able to regain momentary control. He begs Utterson to kill him, but Utterson cannot bring himself to harm his friend. Desperately, Jekyll impales himself on Utterson's sword stick, and Emma weeps softly as Jekyll dies, finally free of Hyde's evil control. So a real high note. Finale. It ends on a real <laughs> what a feel good, good time. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Here's I, the thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, I think it's interesting. In the original source material, in the book... Uh, Jekyll also commits suicide. Hyde does not die. <gasps> right. What? It's like a Hulk situation. Right. Like, what? yeah. So he like kills himself and, and then, then... H- turns into Hyde and Hyde is not dead. Well, and right. Hyde just what? Heals the wounds? I don't, I, I do yeah. not know. I did not get that deep into yeah. it, but just as a fun side note, yeah. oh, um, like obviously in this version, he's Everybody dead, does. but at least they're both dead and like everybody can move on with their lives. And in the original, uh, he dies, and it's for nothing and because Hyde is, Hyde is like, still alive. Bye. He's like, yeah. "Oh, finally, you're gone. Now right. we can party." Uh, <laughs> correct. Well, in the so in the in the original, that is what it is. Where and it it's the commentary on like, so which personality was stronger? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, because. Uh, I think in the confrontation, he sings, uh, Jekyll sings about how, like, if I'm dead, you're dead. Right. Like, uh, like no. you, I am the host, right. quote, unquote, um, yeah. to you, and you don't exist without me. And uh, so it's interesting that I mean, in the original. commentary yeah. on, like, the duality of man sure. and all yeah. Well, and let's be real. Confrontation is the 11 o'clock number. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's what I was going to say, 11 o'clock. Yeah, and, you know, we get to it, and then you kind of get the tag of this ending, but it, to me, this is what this is what struggled with this show for me is the pacing of it is like weird, and then you're like, confrontation, and then you're just like, oh, oh, and then you're like, oh shit, he killed somebody. Oh, oh, I mean, sure, it's it's just, yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> they like have kind the confrontation, yeah, and in a way where they have the confrontation, I don't think there's like a clear winner, winner, right? No. And then he comes back, and you're like, oh, he's been in control of himself for weeks, and nothing has happened, and he, I guess he won. Oh, okay. Oh, just kidding. On his wedding day, he killed somebody, and then almost kills his fiance, and then kills himself. Also, I think what we've learned is that people shouldn't carry around sword sticks, because otherwise, uh, weapons. Yeah. I think, (laughs) yes. Maybe a Maybe a commentary on current things. Oh, oh, oh. oh. oh get get um, woke, y'all. 
If you haven't figured out where I stand, at least on this podcast, by listening. Oh, we've talked about it. Yeah. No, we we know. Uh, So, I mean, this show. uh, Here's the thing. It is pro shot. It is available to watch. Do it. It is based on Also, it's on on YouTube. You don't have to pay for it or buy it or anything. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bootlegs. We don't encourage. We don't encourage bootlegs. We don't encourage that. But you have the ability to fingers on a keyboard type. Go for it. Um. No, no, no. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, <laughs> no, it's, listen, it, the show is crazy. I think the thing that you had done some research on is the the original workshop was Colm Wilkinson. Oh, Get out Yeah, of here. so it wasn't a Stop. workshop. He So, okay, so originally, um, what's his name? Frank Wildhorn uh, kind of conceptualized this idea, this album, and he wrote it. He actually wrote a whole right. album with another person. Right. And Whoa. it didn't go anywhere. And then he rewrote it on his own. And he recorded a Lord concept Earth. album with uh, Colm Wilkinson as uh, Jekyll and Hyde. And then Linda Eater right. as both Lucy and Emma, who was formerly known as Lisa. Which, sure. guys, that would have been so, so confusing. Lucy and Lisa? Where you're that's, like, wait, not, which okay. one is he with? Which sure. one? So know. for the Broadway production, they did make the correct choice to change her name from Lisa to Emma. So Yeah, that's a good choice. It anyway, was a good choice. Uh, Linda Eater and Colm Wilkinson um, I also enjoy that on the that. concept album, they were like, should we get one more lady? And they were like, no. Nope. Don't no. need it. And then Linda Eater ended lady. up being Lucy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. Well, I, okay. Well, yeah, I know it's, well, cause I, this is like one of those where I can't even be like, I like it. I don't like it. I'm a real, like it exists in the world of musical theater and you should, you should in a real like hate watch kind of way, maybe see it. it because here's the thing, the music go actually go listen to the soundtrack. Sure. The, soundtrack. Go the music to the soundtrack. is awesome. And I really enjoy it. And I think it's one of his better works and it's why it ran for four years. Yeah. I think the things that hurt him and why they lost money, uh, is the production. I think the production side yeah, of it yep. is like the rough time in the well, story. Well, because it requires it. so much. Correct. Um, fancy stuff he sets somebody on fire yeah. he used to kill a couple people yeah. there's a lot of like lighting and whatever and yeah. uh also it, just as a shout out in the david hasselhoff hasselhoff version so much open flame everywhere yeah. like, like in his laboratory <laughs> in like it was all yeah. over the place so anyway um okay i think the show the reason that i maybe have like such an interest in it is it feels like it has such potential to be good yeah like it's so close to being like oh this is a good show maybe a little more editing and there's just maybe Maybe another pass through from five governors to three you know magic number and things like that i don't know yeah um three facades instead of four well (laughs) and to be fair, he really gets through the murders of the other four very, in Murder, Murder. Sure, in that one song, he Goose does. Stuff, stuff. And um, it's, <laughs> and it's, but I don't know. I It's just some of the pacing is kind of goofy. Yeah. But I, here's what I'm going to tell you. As much as Lucy is great, cut one of her numbers. Like, sure. she may be yeah. too many numbers. They're like, good where, songs, but Well, where you're like, them. Emma's got a couple, she's got a couple. It's like, well, that's a lot. So, sure, if I anything, maybe spread it out, in which... I'm going to tell you a secret. Emma's character is almost pointless. She's That's she what I exists mean. as Musical like theater women sometimes are. Yeah, yeah, she exists as his fiance that really doesn't do anything but like faithfully stand by his side. Right. But like 
from off stage silently. So, <laughs> like well, ingenues, am I right? Even... Well, do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Miss Saigon and Chris's wife at home. And oh, then, you know what I mean? Ellen? Where it's, yeah, where yeah. it's like that, where she's like there and you need her, but like... Oh, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah. Like, she's not really the main point of the show. So anyway, that's kind of how I feel about that. But yeah. um, yeah. I, I don't know. I If... Uh, since you two ladies are on stage and singing and stuff, if given the choice now, would you play Emma or would you play Lucy? Lucy. Lucy. All right. Well, that was a dumb question. But, well, because sorry, there's nothing to Emma. No. It's not a challenge. And also, I do like being on stage and I do like singing a lot. Right. And I do sure. like having more to do. So, of that's course. True. Like, sorry. No, that's not true. very humble in that way. Same. I'm an on stage person for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I, would, I mean, you knew the answer to that. I did. I know. Correct. I already, we both I already just into my mic. But mumbled, now I have question. told everybody how not humble I am. So that's okay. Well, let's be real. You both are whores, attention whores. All right. Oh, all right. Thank you for clarifying. Because <laughs> what the hell? You can cut that out. Maybe I don't know. Uh, no, it'll just all stay in. All... I, here's the thing. I maybe stand by it. Oh, on stage, people always are. All right. So if if we're gonna grade this musical uh, and I can't thank you for bringing it to us, but, like, thanks for being here. Because the musical is crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. okay so right. if we're on a scale of... Zero to five sword sticks. Sword no, sti- no. No. I was going to do on a, on a scale of zero strands of stringy, greasy yeah. hair in your face. <laughs> with his hair. And uh, uh, eight greasy strands of hair in your face. Oh uh, zero being uh, pretty boring and pretty buttoned up. Uh, eight strands being a Roxy good time. Where do you land? I'll go with five. Five greasy strands of hair? In in actuality, it's probably a three or a four, but I want it to be better, so yeah. I'm going to give it a five. Okay, you're going optimistic. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I mean, yeah, I would say five as well, or maybe even five and a half, and here's why. It, to me, I don't like hate it bang, as much as you guys bang. do. No, sure, no, no. I don't hate it. No, I don't I hate it as much Karen as Karen is the one does. who really... I don't hate it. I am... Uh, I, will, I'll get I to don't my dislike it as yeah. much as you do. I, yes. Um, I like... I am very much drawn to creepy shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they're cool. Um, I, I, you know, good minor key is always like fun. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Uh, <laughs> the the music is is very fun, and I, yeah, I think it needs it needs some things, and it's very like almost the kids would say cringy at some parts. Yes, like yeah. it is like no, a that's little a eye rolly. No, that's a good um, description of it. But you know, I've seen some really cool things done with the the aesthetics of it. I've seen some really cool things done. Well, with the set I think costume. you saw a better the like revised version. Yeah, with or the, the revival version, I think is staged better. Staged better, better aesthetics. Yeah. Better. It was uh, very cool. Yeah. yeah, with the exception of of the confrontation, which was a huge letdown. Sure. Um, it was it was neat. <laughs> So okay, yeah. So I that's why I'm like at a five and a half. Uh, I'm gonna give it three greasy strands right over your eye. <laughs> it will not stay out of your eyes I no matter this. how many times you tuck it behind your ear so that you can have a visual field. Sure, like a bang that's too. It's long. like a bang that's like <laughs> in between being grown out and then being a bang. Um, and here's why: I think the music is really great. I I actually like I said I encourage you to go listen to the soundtrack. It's pretty great in that way. Um, I think the staging is like a trash heap on fire, and I did not <laughs> sure. enjoy. I did not enjoy the original Broadway version, where it just was very boxy and weird, and I don't. I didn't like it. Uh, we watched a couple clips from the revival, and already I was like, "Oh, that's a million times better," because it yeah. was like a traditional like staging of a show, and I just feel like the other things it just was weird. 
Um, also, uh, David Hasselhoff, I think, maybe didn't help my enjoyment <laughs> no, of the show. But, no, I like I said, when I saw the amateur version, I thought it was awesome. They did a really good job. And I think they did the mirror thing. So, um, yeah. I, I, if you, if it ever comes around to you, it's on tour. Listen, it loves to go on tour in the U.S. <laughs> Apparently. If it comes on tour. Oh, it was supposed to be a movie. Right. That was the other thing. It was oh, supposed uh, to be yes. made into oh, a movie and COVID knocked that out where I think it could be a cool movie, although medium. Um, but. <laughs> medium movie. Uh, sure, medium am. So, uh, you know, three strands, three strands of greasy hair. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Guys. I would, see, I will give you, I will give you this. This was, this was it. No, keep going. Oh, all right. Well. Uh, Cool. Guys, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to this nonsense. Follow us on the social medias at Downstage Left PC, uh, at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. We're on Facebook as well, if you're using that still. Um, we do use it, but... What do you mean if you're using that still? No, nah, the, the youth don't use it anymore. No, I know the youth not don't use cool it. not cool enough. Youth, come find um, us on Instagram. Instagram. We don't use TikTok yet. I'm sorry. We're just not there yet. Uh, we're trying, but we're not going to get there. Oh, I'm, we're not trying. We're I'm not, not going to get, we're gonna get a TikTok. Um, just, TikTok is actually a good... That is how I found one of my favorite podcasts. Just for the record. Oh, biscuits. Just for the record. All right. So anyway, we're we'll not on TikTok. We'll <laughs> um, uh, if you have something longer to send us at at no it's not at it's just like email us at pc <laughs> at gmail.com oh um, boy and then we have a website karen <laughs> downstageleftpodcast.com um we will love to hear from you we love to have questions asked of us yeah um tell us what you think about juggling hide i gotta know sure do I'm you agree do you disagree how many greasy strands of hair would you give it watch the david hasselhoff thing and let watch me know what david your thoughts Hass- are. Go do, do. listen go learn about david hasselhoff if anything this podcast has taught you go learn about that guy yeah and uh, then you'll know my birthday if you look up his birthday it's fun Ooh, what a fun like easter egg yeah. <laughs> bonus bonus uh, time all right i think we did this we can exit stage left uh pursued by a sword stick <laughs>